Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell, joined by Zach Bartles. And we'll get to the end in a second. But Zach, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm, I've just been called a legalist, and I'm reeling a bit from that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it wasn't Reverend James yeah. King this time. <laughs> no, man. Did anyone else notice that Dutcher's laugh just now was like the beginning of uh, Thriller? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm busting out my Vincent Price tonight, man. I can feel it <laughs> bubbling up inside of me. But dude, Bartles is not a legalist, man. He's an antinomian. That's right. <laughs> Pick your team. Totally missed. I'm going 180 on him, man, or 360. No, that's the same thing. Never mind. Never mind. Keep going, man. Oh, man. Well, we do, as you can tell, have uh, Greg Dutcher joining us. We teased and, well, actually, I think we said we were going to have him last week. Um, so, so excited that he's back with us. But before. <laughs> That's a really forward teasing. <laughs> I know, right? We're going to have Dutcher next week. Eh? <laughs> Yeah, the teases that actually came on, man. People were hoping it was just, it was false advertising, man. I get it, man. I'm sorry to sorry to disappoint, but I I love dropping some Halloween truth with my homies. How's that for 1987? Um, bringing it back, man. Nice. Um, yeah, we are going to be talking about all things Halloween in just a moment, but before we do that, I want to shout out to Mission Aware. Um, Zach, I don't know if you noticed, I was looking on the website and they actually added two more since we talked last week for their bookcase uh, set that they're going to have. So they're going to have the Luther, Spurgeon, Calvin, Edwards bust, which had been what we were talking about. But then you had come on with the podcast saying they were also going to add Owen and Bunyan. And then I saw today that they're also now adding um, Augustine and Knox. And so... no. No, nope, that's not true. They're adding Augustine and Knox. <laughs> I, I, I have a beef with, with everybody who, who follows me on Twitter, follows you go to 11 on Twitter, or follows Gutcheck on Twitter, because I, I took a good 17 minutes of my day last week, and I made a funny little graphic. It had, it had the, uh, the ones they've announced, the picture there, and it said, Mission Aware is now doing... You know, John Calvin, John Edwards, John Owen, John Bunyan, John Flippell. <laughs> what about what about John Creese and John McClain? Yes. And I had yes. made did you see this, you guys? A graphic with John McClain as a bust. And he had the wife beater and everything, and two oh. people liked it. Only oh, two? And I retweeted it to gut check. I retweeted it. These go to 11. And I was like, maybe I'm not funny. And then I was like, wait a minute. Maybe I am funny. But these people don't know funny if it like pulled a gun from their bag where it was taped with, with holiday tape and shot him in the head. Dude, I'm liking it right now. Do it. Because this is what I get for not getting on Twitter. Bartles. Uh, no, that's Bartles and James. That's something else. I don't know. I'll get it. Bartles. That's thing anymore? Um. Uh, sorry, Zach, I don't follow you. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I am getting all over this, man. Anybody that makes a John McClain reference um, is worthy of it. What day was that, dude? Oh, it was, I don't know, maybe. When do we? It was Friday, maybe. Friday yeah. or? Yeah, it was like, yeah. I, I'll tell you what, while you're trying to figure out Twitter, I also want to make a little <laughs> announcement. Tonight or tomorrow morning, probably tomorrow morning, I'm releasing the first three eps of next season of Clinch Podcast. Ooh, nice. Clinchpodcast.com. So get on that, everybody. Sweet. Yeah, definitely it, check man. that one out. Um, I was finally, um, actually not finally, I, I finished that one up, I don't know, back beginning of, uh, or the end of summer, I think it was. So yeah, I've been waiting, uh, waiting for, uh, for the next season. I'm excited. Looking forward to that one. I mean, it's terrible, but still. Well, you know, I, I like terrible stuff. That's why I host this show. Because this time I'm just doing it because I want my John Calvin and my Charles Spurgeon busts. And that's yeah. what Missional Wear is hooking me up with in, res- in return for, for sponsorship of the first six apps. So, nice. you know, I've gone corporate and I don't care about quality anymore. I only care about uh, numbers. <laughs> so, Dude, so, so I am <laughs> admiring this John McClain Caesar hairstyle, but it is a thing of gold. <laughs> it's almost like you combine Caesar Augustus or Augustine, um, uh, John McClane and Wolverine, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, in the same 
It is a thing of beauty. It now has four likes, brother, because I'm going to oh. use some of my, my phony Twitter account. No, I mean, I, I don't do um, <laughs> I'm going to spread the word and get other people. I'm going to get my daughter at college to like it. Uh, it's, we're going to make this thing go viral. That's, that's what I want to hear, man. <laughs> it's worth it. It's going viral tonight. Your goal. Your goal. <laughs> Oh man! Well, check out Mission Aware. Uh, they've got those great busts. They've got the the two um, two new ones, and uh, definitely check them out. But you have to go and click on them or go to the Kickstarter page. So when you click on the Mission Aware page that has the busts on there, it'll send you to the Kickstarter page or go to the Kickstarter page and sign up. That's uh, that's the only way you can get these things, right, Zach? That's that's what he told me is the only way you can get them right now in time for the holidays. Okay. If you wait, you're gonna have to wait till spring. If you wait till you know this first batch is gone. Okay. So if you want them, if you want them by Christmas, definitely go ahead and check them out. Uh, I mean, I've got the inside track. That doesn't mean I'm any better than you guys. You know. <laughs> jefe está mi amigo. You know. It's, oh, el jefe. El jefe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are talking uh, all things Halloween on this episode. This is one of the ones that um, we just, you know, I don't think we can ever get enough of. We've been doing a Halloween episode since uh, since day one and, uh, you know, always find something new and uh, new to talk about. Zach, you are... Uh, new to a Halloween episode. You're not new to recording around Halloween time with us, but you are new. <laughs> it's usually Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last time I was on your Christmas app, I think I was wearing my costume. I was about ready to go to a party for... Nice. Uh, but we are, um, we are talking about uh, all things Halloween. And so, Zach, I just want you to... Uh, Lay it down for us. What is what do your Halloweens typically look like? Uh, you guys, uh, trick or treaters? Yes, no. Do you believe it's Satan's holiday, or where do you land mm-hmm. on all that? Mm-hmm. Well, it is. Satan's I would like holiday. to remind he he is a Baptist, <laughs> so um, you know we know the answer to these questions. But go on, let's go through the perfunctory Q and A. You want to hear a funny a funny little anecdote? Uh, my, my mother once wore a costume she herself sewed of Satan. To a Baptist church function, and it literally like tore the church apart. Dude, that's incredible! It was like oh red with like the bifurcated tail and the whole nine yards, and, and she thought it would be funny, and she was right. But there was this lady, Rosie, um, who oh, hold on a minute, my computer's not plugged in, and it's about to Uh-oh. die. Oh, it. In there we go, we're good. Um, nice. This this lady who who used to babysit me, we're making it all the more awkward. Like lodged a complaint with the, the pastor and was like, "I think we need a bylaw in the in the church bylaws that says no one can come dressed as Satan." <laughs> what? Here, here's my Halloween, dude. One thing that I love the most Uh-oh. is what happened. Anybody okay? What's going on, Greg? You still there, Greg? Zach, hello. All right, so all right, yeah. so what I was saying when, yeah. when Greg said "Oh no" and then disappeared <laughs> mysteriously. Oh, here he comes. Is he calling you? Uh, he's texting me. Let's see, not showing up. Let's see, what did he say? Uh, try again, dude. Not showing up. All right, so let's try this again. All right. Greg, oh, calling in, Greg, Greg, hello, are you there, are you my mother, nope, okay, hmm, well, we'll see what happens, okay, well, all right, <laughs> Um, one thing that I love that's not happening this year is the Brooklyn Nine-Nine Halloween episode, <laughs> which is always a heist to see who is the greatest detective slash genius. And that's a bummer. That's become a tradition in my house. They've done like five or six in a row or however many seasons they've had. Yep. And, uh, and that's not happening. Um, we always do. We don't do the trunk or treat. We don't do the lame harvest festival um, at my church. Yeah, we what? Want- 
What's going on, partners? <laughs> He's back. <laughs> what in the world was that? Man. All I can say, guys, is hate the game, not the playoffs. Right. I've just been waiting to say that on this podcast for three years. Keep going, fellas. <laughs> I am not editing this out at all. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, man? (laughs) See, look, I got all here is Bartles talking about like who was that? uh, That was it? Your grandmother dressing up like Beelzebub, (laughs) and then my mom. It was your mom. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) That might have been a sign or something. Uh. Keep going, dudes. I'll chime in when uh, there's a right opportunity. <laughs> oh, oh my crazy. God. Anybody think maybe this episode is cursed with some kind of Halloween? Curse? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering, man. Some hocus pocus going on. <laughs> All right, man. Here's the thing. So no no lamb harvest festivals for me. Yeah. No trunk or treat. Yeah. We we hand out candy at our house. My kid's ten, he still likes trick or treating. His name's Calvin. He's going as Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes this, this year. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. And I found out that a girl at his school is going as Hobbes, and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we just hand out candy. My parents used to come over a lot. We just even have chili. We chill. And uh, I like to watch a scary movie if I can convince my wife to watch one. She doesn't like them. I love them. Um mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I often talk about like what I'm going to dress up as for as Halloween, but I never am invited to like adult Halloween parties, which I feel like I'm not hipster enough for that anyway. So I never yeah. actually dress up. What I wanted to be this year was a Cobra Kai skeleton. Oh. But, uh, you know, again, I got nowhere to go. I don't want to be all dressed up as like a 40 year old man walking around my neighborhood. <laughs> you know, with my kid. So That's we'll awesome. see. Nice. Nice. Well, Greg, I don't think it's any surprise. Uh, our, our thoughts and views on it, and uh, so much so that uh, our youth group is actually having a Halloween party uh, this coming Tuesday. And uh, yes. we're doing full costume contest, and uh, we, we make no apologies for that. And, um, you know, <laughs> so, Zach, this is uh, absolutely fantastic. We're sitting there in. Uh, our meeting after youth group and we're, you know, talking about the party and just talking about some different things we're going to do. And, you know, could it be possibly be controversial? Yes. You know, and so Greg's wife, Lisa is sitting there and she goes, well, you know, we could just call it a harvest party and, you know, just kind of make sure it's, you know, kind of tone it down a little bit. And Greg's kind of silent for a minute. It's nodding his head. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I not think she me out, man. I think she served me a softball because Lisa is not an infidel in most situations, but in that moment she had a lapse in judgment or she was setting me up. But uh, no, I. you know what I'd say in all seriousness? We've talked about this before. Uh, well, you and I haven't, Zach, but Nathan and I haven't. That's what we'll bring into this. I'm sure somewhere in Burkittsville, Maryland, uh, where they, serve, uh, they uh, filmed the, the Blair Witch Project, you know, 10, 20 years ago, whenever that was, um, there's probably, and, and I mean it, I'm sure there's some really, uh, strange devotees of Satan and, uh, that go in and carve pentagrams and do some high holy kind of deal. Uh, the Halloween that most 99.9% of American kids experience uh, to me is just, um, uh, you know, uh, dress up candy day. Um, that's what it is. You know, and it's a lot of fun and frills and all that stuff. And I, I love it. You guys ever hear uh, Seinfeld talk about Halloween? Um, I remember him talking about the Superman mask with the tiny little holes you couldn't breathe through. Yes, I think that's the same one. He says that, like, when he first heard about Halloween, like, it's like to a kid's like, this this isn't real. Right, yeah, yeah. And and they give you a what? (laughs) They give you free candy and you can get as much as you want going house to house. And uh, I just thought that was kind of an interesting take. Like that's that's basically what it is. So I always say, look, there is a yeah, there is a Halloween. I call that something else, you know, cultic, uh, bizarre, ritualistic kind of stuff that is so um, uh, barely a sliver of what the average family experiences when they think of Halloween. 
that uh, just embrace it. And yeah, look, a lot of churches around here do the truck or treat thing, and that's fine. They rock and roll. Although my buddy Mark recently told me that's kind of a that's kind of weird, right? Like you're walking around taking candy from some guy's. <laughs> you're, I don't know from a stranger's car. <laughs> The thing yeah, that we, like, what, thing that we tell kids not to do. White, <laughs> yeah, white cargo van or something, you know, and uh, it's like, hey, kids, candy's in my trunk. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, that has a weird association, too. But, um, yeah, I, I love it, man. I'm, you know, yeah, we've talked about this before, Nathan. We we go all out. Now, Lisa's family, uh, and Zach, this kind of ties into your mom's experience with splitting the dirt. Poor Lisa, uh, her dear, sweet father who is now in glory, uh, you know, died much younger than any of us would have uh, expected. Um, depending on what strand of Christian teaching he got when my wife was like between ages five and 14, uh, determined whether or not they were going to be have Halloween. So there were sometimes Steve would come home and say, Connie, we, uh, I, I heard this thing on, on Christian radio today. We're, we're not doing Halloween this year. <laughs> so that year they like watch like some, you know, uh, wholesome little house on the prairie video and, and uh, had pizza or something. And then he goes, and then the next year, my brother dressed up like a demon. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it kind of varied year to year, uh, based on what spiritual temperature your parents were exposed to it. By the time he settled into a more relaxed, laid-back approach. Uh, she was like 15, 16, and uh, wasn't benefiting from it anymore personally. But um, yeah, I'm curious, Zach, in your church, how does it how does it play out? Because you, you've shared what you do personally as a family. I think we do pretty similar things, and Nathan, you do similar things. Yep. Yep. Um, what, uh, how, how does, like, what, what's your church vibe on that, Zach? Is it a non-issue? Yeah, now we it, that's that's the kind of thing we don't even we don't even really discuss it's assumed most people are doing halloween um we did we did have when i first got there a couple years in a row we had a youth group a haunted house in the church yeah. and it was really good my my organist at the time um one of the coolest ladies ever she's this this is short older lady with like this kind of wispy white hair and she was in the nursery back to the door slowly rocking on a uh, rocking chair and like cackling and kind of mumbling to herself. And there was like a slow strobe light going and that was it. And you were supposed to walk the path. And as you got close to her, her husband who had been hiding would grab your ankle and wow. everybody freaked out. It was it was fun, and then it got canceled, and, and people were like, no, no more of those, not because it was scary or demonic or anything, but because somebody used some of that glow-in-the-dark like paint that was supposed to wash off, and it didn't wash off a wall, yeah. and it made a bunch of work, and it was just like, all right. So we haven't done that in a while. Um, but, you know, we yeah, people don't worry about it. Um, we, we don't obviously decorate the church for Halloween or anything, but I, everyone knows you come around here and it's like skeletons and yeah. I got the orange lights out on my, on my porch. Nice. I've got, oh, uh, yeah. you know, we got jack-o'-lanterns. We carve jack-o'-lanterns. We're not, we're not uh, quiet about it. Halloween is super fun. Yeah. 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 I love it. And Jack, remind me, how old are, uh, uh, are your kids? My, my son is 10. Oh, oh, man. That's a great age for yeah. it, isn't it? I mean, you're because he's old enough to be. It, there's a cool aspect to it, choosing his costume, what he wants to be. Uh, I, I might have dropped out on that. Did, did you? No, yeah, he's going to go as Calvin, right? Yeah, yep. That's cool. I, I, I would try to get him to go as John Calvin, but he would. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, maybe they could like play a game, like uh, you know, uh, you know, pin the tail on Cervantes. Never mind. That's bad. <laughs> um, pin the head on Cervantes. Yeah, pin the head. On, I need to. You know, it's like we're going heresy hunting this Halloween, kid. But uh, um, yeah, my my crew, dude. Uh, my my oldest Ben is going as cool uh, hipster glasses, arc reactor in the chest, Tony Stark. Nice. Um, my uh, my younger son, he's back and forth, but I think he wants to go as the 2002 Tobey Maguire Spider-Man homemade costume where he's in the wrestling ring. Oh, nice. Uh, if you remember that costume. And yep. he's actually, my wife is helping him with that. Ella's going to go as Gamora. And Nathan, I'm out of now because, as you know, I'm going as Thanos yep. with my awesome official 
Thanos Halloween mask uh, that I just got from Amazon for 20 bucks. Do you have the gauntlet, uh, too? I'm, I, yeah, my son, Ben, I just gave him the permission. Order the gauntlet on my Amazon account today. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I have the gauntlet on the thing. It covers the whole head. Uh, it's I can't breathe. It makes me break out in a weird rash. And I think I was growing a third appendage, but I'm all in. Um, I am all in, man. Can't wait. Nice. Nice. And I, uh, Greg, I told you what I'm doing. I, uh, I've been growing my beard out. I'm going to get a haircut and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to grab a cigar and I'm going to shave my beard, uh, down to do the Wolverine again, uh, this year. So it's been a couple years and, and, uh, I haven't done it for, uh, I've done it for adult Halloween parties, but I haven't done it for, uh, for the youth group yet. So I'm going as uh, Wolverine again. So I've got my shirt and, you know, my jeans and boots and. I got my uh, nice claws that I'm going to bring in. So, oh, dude, that's awesome! How oh. tall are you, man? How tall am I? I am yeah. closer to the the real size of Wolverine in the comics than uh, Hugh Jackman is. I'm five <laughs> ten. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, but you're you're too tall anyway. Right. You're going to have to kind of <laughs> crouch down a little bit, do a lot of sitting, yeah. a lot of squatting. That's right. <laughs> Zach, don't you think, dude, at five ten, Nathan should. Use the more preferable phrase. He's a shade under six foot. I think that's that's what you want to drop, man. My my father is five nine and has told people for years he's just a shade under six foot. Um, you know, so at uh, at five my wife's nine, five nine. I don't know. Oh, is that right? Yeah, dude. You man, she's tall, dude. How tall are you, Zach? I'm about six one. Okay. Hey, by the way, this is a great moment for the listeners. I bet they're appreciating. Uh, the uh, details on our height, but anyway, um, you know, we uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think we should break that down in centimeter measurements. Um, <laughs> you see how that goes. But, uh, but hey, speaking of which, I, I, I meant to ask you when you were talking about the haunted house your church did, Zach. Have any of you guys seen Nathan? Don't let me wander off the reservation. Have any of you guys seen um, the the haunting of Hill House on Netflix? No, my wife won't watch anything like that. I keep seeing that comes up when I bring up Netflix, and I'm intrigued by it. I want to watch it. Dude, I We're mean, well, I'll tell you what. We heard some great things. Stephen King gave it a big plug, so that kind of caught my attention. I saw a few blogs and, and uh, film reviewers talking about it. So I thought, uh, you know, it's, it's a modernized take on the Shirley Jackson novel, you know, who mm-hmm. wrote, uh, wrote The Lottery, of course. And yeah. I think it was written in 1959. So... I haven't read that. This is obviously, I'm sure, radically different because, well, I just say we saw the the first episode last night, and we rarely do this anymore at our ripe old age. We ended up watching three, um, you know, on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night binge watching, and uh, she's hoping to watch another one tonight. I say um, the, the, the creeps are really, really good and really, really spooky. But the story and the characters are fantastic. It's really well done. Uh, and I mean, I've only seen three of the ten episodes. But anyway, just throw nice. it out and uh, see what you guys thought. But yeah, good. And what about Halloween? Have you guys seen the remake? No. Mm-hmm. No, I've heard good things on that one, though, too. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. You know, apparently they, um, if, I, if what I've read is correct, they've scrapped everything after, right, the original Halloween. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. whole quote unquote canon is obliterated. They had already which, done that once, though, with Halloween H two O. That yeah, was supposed exactly. to be a direct. Uh, they they keep going. No, no. We we everything sucks except the first one. <laughs> yeah. And frankly, when you try to watch it now, the first one kind of sucks too. <laughs> and dude, I'm with you. I'm with you. And you can tell it was made on such a shoestring budget. Yeah. Um. You know, I think it was made for like forty thousand dollars or something. It was basically a almost like a film student project Carpenter had going. And, uh, but anyway, the, um, yeah, I've heard this remake is, uh, is pretty good and not just a good horror movie, but actually an interesting movie. So anyway, just curious. Hmm, nice. Zach, what are, what are some of the horror movies that, uh, you enjoy watching? Uh, around I, I actually kind of like this really bad period of horror movies in the mid nineties. Cause I was in high school and college. Mm-hmm. I love scream. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. I even kind of like Scream too. I love Timothy Oliphant. You know, and, and um, Laurie Metcalf. I yeah. really liked um, 
you know, like I know, I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, like those crap, yeah. just crappy movies, but but fun. I I do like Blair Witch. I thought that was pretty money. Um, yeah. and a lot of those kind of found footage kind of things. I didn't really like. Um, like I definitely did not like the Paranormal Activity movies that I saw. I thought they were just boring. Mm-hmm. I awesome. really did not find. I found it funny, but I did not find. Um, what's the one with the Darth Maul sharpening his claws, listening to Tiny Tim? Oh, come on. Uh, uh, I mean, is that like uh, Insidious? Scary movie? Oh, yeah. Insidious. Insidious. Oh, yeah. yeah Darth that one was so yeah. stupid. And yeah. actually, my, my number one blog post on my blog, which is a very old timey thing to say, is, uh, is when I just totally tore Insidious a new one. Um, <laughs> uh, man, I'm yes. like, that was a dumb movie. Uh, but, yeah. but I, 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 they don't, it's hard to scare me, scare me. Mm-hmm. Exorcist yeah. was a pretty good one. That uh-huh. one kind of freaks me out. Um, and, you know, any, anything that's got, like, kids doing mm-hmm. creepy yeah. stuff will mm-hmm. creep me out a little bit. And I do like to be scared. Like, my kid can't figure out. I think I, he can't figure out why I would want to, you know, get on a ride that would scare me, why anyone would want to watch a movie that would scare them. And I'm like, that's a rush. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, there's... I, I actually have drawn a blank on like other ones. I know there's a lot of scary movies I like. Did you ever see uh, the others with Nicole Kidman? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That was that was a creepy one. And like you said, it's like it has something to do with like that kid factor. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Of you know, yeah. ki- kids can be really creepy sometimes, and it's like, ooh. Yeah. Dude, there, yeah. I had a thing on Facebook said, uh, "There's no more joyful sound than a baby laughing unless you're alone in your apartment." And it's 3 a.m. And you don't have a baby. <laughs> but, oh, you know what's another good one, you guys? Um, did you anyone, did either of you guys see Devil, the M. Night Shyamalan movie? Yeah. No. yeah. I, that Dude, was the money. Was that good? That's the elevator movie. Yeah. All, it was very Hitchcocky, and it's all in a little almost, elevator. Almost, you're right, like a classic hitch, almost like a one-act play kind of movie. And I think um, someone's got Michael Pena in it, doesn't it? From uh, Ant-Man yeah. and so much else. That guy's oh, wow, so yeah. talented. Oh my gosh, that guy's great. Yeah. Devil, you know what's funny, dude? I think, I'm not 100% sure, but that one kind of got panned by reviewers. Yeah, I did. But it was surprising because I thought it was very, very good. That was Uh, like his comeback in my mind. I know. See, a lot of people say, oh, that wasn't until, well, a lot of people say it wasn't until uh, Split. um, Split, you know, that was his comeback. But I thought Devil was good. Yeah. um, And very intriguing. And he tried to go into, you know, a little metaphysical, you know, philosophical stuff there, too. Um, but yeah, that was good. That mm-hmm. was good. Hey, back to uh, since I just saw it and it's fresh, the uh, haunting of Hill House. Uh-huh. It's on Netflix right now. One of the coolest things, and I've only seen three episodes that they do the camera work and the uh, I've noticed, and actually Lisa pointed out last night, there are several scenes where there's no music and it's just silent. And the camera's kind of slowly swerving around the main character. And you're kind of wondering, what am I going to see in the background? Oh. And, uh, I, I would say some genuine scares. Um, hmm. You know, and it's not overused. They're, they're, they're put in at just the right moment. But three episodes in, I haven't been bored by one scene. Even the backstory, they've done very interestingly. Uh, so I, I'm just giving you my early take. But I love sometimes the silent... Uh, you know, background is mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they've been able to, to pull that off pretty well. Um, yeah, good movies. You reminded me of some of those. Too. I haven't thought about, I know what you did last summer in a long time, but I, I no one has. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah, that was uh, good. And the screen movies, dude, got to ask you, Zach, did you see, to me, a, a best kept secret is the, Scream 4 they brought back like in 2011. That one was uh, filmed here in Michigan, but I have not seen it. Oh, I'll tell you, that one, reviewers are about 50-50. You know, if you go to like Rotten Tomatoes on that one, I almost want to say it's right around the 50 mark, which gets it technically a non-fresh ranking. To me, it's when I see a 50-50, I'm really intrigued by those movies. Because it, it just means <laughs> you're really going to like it or you're not. Right. Uh, so it's polarizing for some reason. I thought they nailed it. That was my personal opinion. And ended up being kind of, probably the original is my favorite. Wouldn't you agree, Zach? Most people think three is the weak link. Uh, three, three is a total turd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but it was, wasn't that in Hollywood? Yeah, no. 
I don't even remember. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Courtney Cox had the horrible haircut in that one. I remember that. Yeah, uh, the, the like weird the short bangs. bangs thing they were doing. Yes, in the, yes, yes, weird. Yes, uh, was, where where'd they come from? It was so bad, dude. Somebody, my daughter sent me this. She's a big fan of those movies. Uh, so here, you know, Samantha's almost twenty, and she and her friends appreciate ninety stuff. There's kind of a resurgence, you know, the show Friends and everything. So yeah. they appreciate that era. And she sent me this um, thing on Twitter, I think it was, or Instagram or whatever it was. But it's a, uh, it's kind of a meme, and it's a guy who says, "Yeah, sometimes you know, I'm feeling kind of low, and I'm feeling kind of down, and I think there's no point in going on, and you know, I've got it really bad." And then I just remember Courtney Cox's hair in Scream Three. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, here's the weird thing: Courtney Cox responds to it. And, uh, you know, she used some colorful verbiage. I'll leave that out, but um, it was hilarious, dude. Just check that out sometime. You'll, you'll see it. Yeah, but that hairstyle, man, that was that was the scariest thing about Scream 3 was Courtney Cox's hairstyle. Was Nev Campbell actually in Scream 4? She was. Dude, they managed to keep that nucleus of uh, Arquette, Campbell, Courtney Cox. Even though they'd gotten divorced. Four movies. What's that? They got divorced, though. They did. They did. And Which then they were weird, still. They, oh, wow! They have apparently a really, very amicable you know, kind of uh, arrangement. I've learned this all from my daughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. But dude, Arquette was Dewey in those movies, man. You gotta yeah. love Deputy Dewey. Deputy uh, Dewey boy. You know, yeah. when I was in high school, is when that came out. I think that came yeah. out in like ninety four, ninety five. Um, okay, so I was I had graduated. Um, I'm trying to make myself seem as not creepy as possible, <laughs> but boy, man, was I in love with, uh, what's her name? Um, the, the, the blonde who gets killed in the garage door. Oh, what was, yeah, yeah. That's Dewey's sister. Yeah. In, in, in the movie. Yeah. I don't remember. Which, Ro- yeah. Rose, Rose McGowan. That's and, the one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rose McGowan. That's right. And then like a month later, I like read that she was dating um, Marilyn Manson. And I was like, oh, gross. No, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, dude. Hard Good pass. Memory. Good memory. <laughs> yes. I also found it strange that um, um, uh, Arquette slash Dewey uh, never seemed profoundly affected by his sister's death. I always thought that was kind of a weird part. And yeah, I mean, it's a pretty... That's a pretty life-altering event. Um, and it was almost like same night he's just back on the job and everything, but, you know. Uh, hey, yeah, my, the, my back's all at, better, so. Exactly. At the time, dude, that movie was innovative. I mean, it had the whole meta feel where they would a movie within a movie and, you know, kind of, you know, identifying common horror tropes. and uh, Yeah, yep. You know, Jamie was, Kennedy. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was it – was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Randy. Right. Wasn't that Randy? Um, Hello. Was his character. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, man. And the quick rise and fall of everybody's favorite actor, Skeet Ulrich. Skeet. Um, but you know who's uh, still like out there was the guy who played Stu. I don't remember yes. his name. He's he on. Shaggy. Uh, yeah, he was Shaggy. Oh, my yeah. was Shaggy. That guy was on all. He was on Burn Notice. He's on Halt and Catch Fire. That guy's all. He's still around. Yeah, still and around, uh, dude, he's got the long tongue. That's what I remember. <laughs> why? <laughs> why know? though? Why do you remember that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's not uh, talk about that anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I do remember that well. Yeah, uh, let's see here, dudes. I'm parked next to a dumpster in an abandoned warehouse lot. Not not exaggerating that. And the guy's pulling up next to me, which should probably concern me. Yeah, this is one of the things that <laughs> tells you you're going to die in a horror movie. Unless the virgin. Let's keep this. Uh, yeah, you know what, guys? I'm going to um, I'm going to protect my own life here and roll out of here. So, hey, but the good thing is I'm on my Apple AirPods. So keep it going. All right. Um, <laughs> I wonder if I can tell you guys a couple of uh, anecdotes related to Halloween that just occurred to me in the last few minutes. Yeah, let's hear it. I've never, I've never, and I know you guys are probably out of material after three or four, five years, whatever. How long have you been doing? It? Um, when I was a, <laughs> this is bad. This is this shows that I'm a that I'm a fallible sinner. Okay. When when I was about twelve, mm-hmm. me and my buddy Justin. It was like the last year that we thought we could go trick or treating. You know what I mean? Like you're you're a little too old, mm-hmm. but you still want to do it. But you know, mom and dad aren't insisting you stay on the street or anything. It was a small town, you know. So 
we start <laughs> we start going around and uh we we're oh look at i can see i can see the the face of driving greg dutcher he accidentally bumped the, <laughs> i can see up your nose dutcher <laughs> he bumped the video <laughs> so we oh no look your back seat there's someone in your back seat dutcher dutcher look behind you <laughs> Oh, he's gone oh, he's now. Gone now. <laughs> Did he die? It says Dutcher left. I, I think know. that might be the it. <laughs> oh, it's Scream 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, well, last time he was alive, so hopefully this time he is again. Right. But uh, So, anyway. Oh, he's back. What's up, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think I whenever I start my uh, car, uh, it cuts out the Skype. There's probably some Bluetooth thing going on that I should not do that anymore. So, yeah. Uh, as, as you were, guys. As you were. <laughs> Right, right. Okay, so, so, so I, we're we're trick or treating, and this kid in front of us is—it's almost like like they they blow the you know factory whistle or whatever, and this is the end of trick or treating. It's getting close. We're at a house, and this little kid says to the this old lady, "Can you give me some candy? Some big kids stole my candy." Hmm. And she goes, uh, "Oh my, you poor thing!" And she gives him a whole bunch, right? And uh, he's like, well, I need a bag. And they took my pillowcase and everything. So she gives him like a bag full of candy. And me and my buddy Justin look at each other. We lock eyes and we both know what we're going to do. So for the next 45 minutes, we go house to house telling everybody that big kids stole our candy. <laughs> Even after trick-or-treating is done, especially after trick-or-treating is done, because everyone's trying to get rid of their kids. We wound up with so much candy. Wow. That's a horrible story. Um, oh, my goodness. So, I mean, Halloween, it brings out the worst in me, apparently, and yet I still stand by it and say, you know, as satanic and, and as, as rooted in the fall as it clearly is, gosh darn, it's a lot of fun. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And, Zach, as you were telling the stories, I was listening, and I was also looking up the guy who played uh, in Scream, and his name is Matthew Lillard. Yes, Lillard. Yeah. Lillard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you do you do see that dude everywhere. You're not kidding. And uh, when he played Shaggy, man, I don't even think of Casey Kasem anymore. I think of that guy when you say Me Shaggy. too, me too. The walk and everything. You're so true, so true. He was born to play it. Uh, oh, yeah, good girl, Scooby-Doo, The Bridge, Halt and Catch Fire, as you said, uh, Generator Rex, Area 57, Twin Peaks. Twin oh, Peaks, no, 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 that's just Guys, that's just the TV credits. Um, he had a stint with uh, with Freddie Prince Jr. and that whole group in in all those yeah. movies back you know back in the uh, late mid late nineties. I remember uh, that. Nathan. I'd prefer if you'd say it back in the Dizzy. <laughs> so, did that group uh, have a name you know there was the frat pack there was the yeah, brat the pack. Brat pack. Oh, yeah we, what were they they were like yeah, so quick man. in and out that was like jennifer love hewitt yeah the, the yes. ghost whisperer and, yep. and exactly buffy and all those right, people yeah yeah that is so true yeah you might even be able to throw uh ryan Philippi in there kind of yeah for sure yeah yeah he's in that yeah yeah very very cool um I think what we learned about you tonight, brother, is that that you're a bad person. (laughs) Um, That's um, that's one of my favorite lines from the uh, infamous show Scrubs, where, um, (laughs) you know, uh, Zach Brav, J.D., is insanely jealous of the young, good-looking intern that all the girls like. I can't remember the guy's name. It's the guy who was on Will and Grace, right? Uh... No, I don't think so. I think so. I I I, I, Grace? I see myself as a bit of a like like I know scripture, but I know Scrubs better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the episode where the guy he kept just he he was always like, oh yeah, just you know do this, do this. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Don't worry, no problem. And then he has a breakdown like in the the like room where everyone sleeps. 
Right, right. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the boyfriend from Will and Grace. Is that right? Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out, dude, because that... The, the you got IMDb are... open in front of you. Just look them up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back to it. Um, um, yeah, I remember that guy. I think it's the episode where, uh, and I've, I've always wanted to drop that line where Zach Braff can't stand the guy because Elliot, you know, uh, the his love interest on the show. I uh, can't remember the actress that plays her. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Chalky. Chalky. Yeah, Sarah Chalk or Chalky. Not to be confused with Steve Chalky, who denied uh, penal substitutionary tone. But um, very, very common mistake. You know, like D.A. Carson always messes that up. Um, but uh, Sarah Chalk or Chalky, um, you know, who J.D. is in love with, it's a, has get, holding the candle for that dude. You're probably right, Zach, the Will and Grace guy. And um, he's such a nice guy. He's a devoted doctor. And he comes in one time to rounds, and uh, he's, like, covered in blood because he's helped some person on the parking lot like save their life and jd's like hey you're late greg of course i'm not surprised after all you're a bad person um, <laughs> so i'm always looking for an opportunity to drop that in the context of pastoral ministry um <laughs> that you're the closest i'm gonna that comes in handy well uh counseling <laughs> you know yeah, exactly you know <laughs> counseling some guy hey i listen i'm not surprised i mean after all you're you're a bad person. Um, <laughs> Basic so. biblical anthropology. It is, exactly. We've got scripture to back it up, indeed. <laughs> See, we had to get a little scripture in this podcast, Nathan, so people think that we're still Christians. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, some people are Careful. I don't know if you saw this, but I had uh, a bunch of J.D. Hall, like, foot soldiers, like, descend on me on Facebook this week because I, I dared speak against the man. Dude, so, didn't, they, didn't they go after uh, Joe Thorne this week? Yeah, that's what I was mentioning. I said, oh, yeah. I said uh, this, this whole thing sort of reminds me of that time David was like on his way out of Jerusalem and Shimei was throwing rocks and insults at him. And yeah, uh, yeah everyone, these people appeared out of nowhere on the gut check page going, oh, narcissus. And I'm like, oh. I don't think you know what that word means, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, ban, 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 ban until my finger wow. cramped up. <laughs> oh my goodness dude yeah those guys wow and well yeah i better be careful um <laughs> jump on you too you know? yeah i better be careful because i'm uh I'm, I'm about to sign off here fellas and uh i should make my last uh my last comment a word of encouragement um <laughs> so anyway yeah hang in there zach bartles and joe thorne mm. we're both I'm bad people Right. <laughs> yes, but unlike some, you you know it, right? We all know it. So um, anyway, yeah. yeah, I better stop. Better stop. Oh, all right, man. We're glad you didn't get murdered, and uh, we hope you have a great uh, Halloween. Absolutely, dudes. You guys mind if I bow out? Nope. Go for it, man. I know you got we'll uh, important things you got to do over there. So we'll catch you later. Dudes, keep chatting. Love hanging with you guys. And uh, yeah, same same to you, Zach, and you too, Nathan. Guys, have a great Halloween with your family. All right, man. All Peace right, out. Man. Take care. See you guys. Uh, always fun. Always fun talking with Greg. And uh, well, hold on a minute. Don't wrap this blessing up. Oh, yet. No, no, you no. I'm not talked no. about your Rob. Uh, yeah, your movies. What, what are you? What What freaks you out? Yeah. So I um, some of the stuff that you know, Greg and I were actually talking about this uh, last week, and one of the things I was saying is I don't really get into horror movies a ton. Um, I like a lot of suspense movies. So horror movies to me, like they deal with the whole, you know, like uh, evil demonic type stuff. And I'm just like, well, that's kind of lame because that's not what it's really like. And then anything that deals with like a serial killer, I feel like having, having trained in martial arts as long as I have, I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. Like they, they get the guy and he's almost down. And then instead of like finishing him off, they run away and he comes back. And so I get really frustrated with those movies. I remember in high school watching them, some of them with my friends and uh, yeah, they, they stopped inviting me to watch horror movies with them because I would always go on a commentary of what the person should have done, uh, instead of, you know what they ended up doing in the movie which is actually why I kind of like scream because it's it's 
acknowledges all the stupid things people do in the horror movies. Right. And, you know, yeah. makes fun of it. And then they're so. free to do them. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like we're acknowledging this is ridiculous. And so now we get to do it because we've acknowledged it's ridiculous. Um, so uh, that's, you know, that's one. But I actually. Um, I enjoyed um, Ghost Whisperer. You mentioned Ghost Whisperer earlier, and I was making and I, fun of it, man. I know, I know, but I actually, <laughs> I actually enjoyed that because there was, um, there was. Well, I, I mean, I like Jennifer Love Hewitt. I, you know, grew up watching um, a lot of the stuff she did, um, Party of Five, and then you know the movies. I know what you did last summer. I never saw. I know what you did last summer too. Did you ever see that? One? No, it's, I still know what you did last summer, and oh, it sucks. That's right. Okay. Jennifer so. Love Hewitt's greatest credit, though, don't gloss over this, is a movie called Can't, Can't Hardly, Hardly Wait, Wait, which was yes. awesome. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Ethan Embry's in that. The kid, yeah, um, Seth Green. Yep, Seth Green, the kid who. It's played, also got uh, Donald Faison. Yeah. Uh, oh, good grief! Uh, Brecken Meyer. Yeah. Dude, that thing is the best. Yes. Yes. Paradise City comes on and yeah, oh, yeah. Man. oh that's the kid from Dick Tracy. Yeah. And uh Hook. and uh what's it called? What about Bob? Yeah, and Hook. It's, it's uh and Hook, yeah, yeah, yeah Robin it's, Williams' it's, son, yeah. Yes. Oh my he, word. He falls down. Yes. I can't Bob. feel my legs. Oh my gosh, that movie. That's <laughs> like the only teen movie I actually connect with. And, and not because I went to a bunch of drunken parties, just because, I don't know, there's some element of that, and I know this has nothing to do with Halloween, that like perfectly feels like that moment between high school and college when yes. you're just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Right, right, yeah, it, it, you're, you're absolutely like right. <laughs> oh, man, yep, so that, yeah, that definitely, so I mean, I enjoyed um, Ghost Whisperer. Uh, I thought the cast and the characters actually um, were were good together. So, um, but in terms of like horror, I, I remember growing up. You know, Sixth Sense was that classic. Like it was horror, but it was more of like a suspense mystery. You're trying to figure out what's going on here. So I really, I really enjoyed that one. The others was another one that had that really kind of cool twist to it. You know, where you were where you were looking at it and, you know, what's going on here. This is, you know, strange world. So um, I like those types of types of movies. Uh, Did you ever see – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say as opposed to like straight up, you know, like traditional Corpus. horror. Yeah. Did you ever see one with Denzel? Um, it was called Fallen – no, what, dude? That one is a—it's a like a demon movie, but it's not like it's not like the others. It, it's it's okay. totally fantasy. The idea is that um, there's a killer okay. who was possessed oh. by this particular spirit that's passed around by touch. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I didn't see it, but I do know what you're talking about. You should see it. It's got Donald okay. Sutherland. It's got John Goodman, who's like one of my oh, favorite nice. actors. Yes. Yes. And it's just spectacular. Nice. That, that one, like, I remember watching it three or four times in a week being like, like looking, it's one of those you watch and then at the end you're like, oh, and you go back to look for details that might have clued you in to what the twist at the end kind of deal. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I really liked that. Nice. I, I, most of my favorite um, horror type movies are very cerebral. They have some, you know, some kind of twist to them and you realize you've been watching something you didn't know you've been watching. Yeah. Yeah, and that's to me like I, I, I do I, I do have fond memories of watching like, the, like Friday the Thirteenth yep. and Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff as a kid. Yep. and get scared, but I probably wouldn't bother with those again. I don't think they'd hold right. up. I think they sucked. Right, and I yeah, I think that's the thing is you know I mean they they just I think looking at like Halloween, you know, one of the reasons why like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, all those were so popular back then was because there was more. They, they were transitioning out of the older style, you know, like the Vincent Price and the Alfred Hitchcock type horror movies into these more kind of slasher fests. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I remember growing up, you know, watching um, Stephen King's It, you know, seeing that as, you know, a seven or eight year old boy. I mean, that was that was pretty <laughs> freaky. Um, but, you know, the, there's just there was a lot to it that I was just kind of like. Eh. And like I said, when I, you know, by the time I got to like that high school age, my literally my friends were like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not watching these movies with you again because you just won't shut up. And it was, 
So I just kind of was like, yeah, they're they're annoying. So I, but I do. I like a really good kind of suspense, keep you on the edge of your seat, like thriller type movie. Um, and that's that rush that you were talking about. That's kind of where where that comes in for me. I remember watching uh, the first uh, Taken movie. Did you ever see that, Liam Neeson? Yes, I'm an American, and no, I've never <laughs> been a member of the Communist Party. But I remember, like, just so vividly watching that movie when it first came out, and I, I really, I never do this, but literally, I was on the edge of my seat um, in during you know those chase scenes and things like that because I felt like, man, this is just this is intense, and it's not it's not horror, but it's just it's just so intense, and it's like got my attention and it's gripping me, you know. Um, so those are kind of what I dig in, but. I mean, I I do enjoy you know on Halloween um, trying to find you know uh, something that I've maybe never seen before and you know just kind of watching some scary one. I remember uh, last last Halloween being uh, over some friend's house. We were having a Halloween party and there were a bunch of kids around and we we even we threw in Goosebumps, the one with uh, Jack Black. Yeah. Which was, you know, just kind of a fun, silly, it's not horror, but it's a fun, silly Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, I've always thought of Goonies as a Halloween party movie, even though yeah. it's not at Halloween either, and it's not scary, but it's it's just a fun, like, adventure. Yeah. There's, there's scary elements for kids. Dude, have you seen a movie, or a trilogy, actually, mm-hmm. called The Prophecy? It's from the 90s. It's got Walken. No. I've heard You I've should heard check of it. this out, man. I've heard of it, so but no, I haven't seen it. So the first one is really good. It's got, it's got Elias Cotillas, which is... Casey Jones yep. from the Ninja Turtles movie. Yep. And uh, he's a detective, but he used to be a seminarian. And there's these weird murders and stuff, weird stuff going on. And you find out, essentially, that Christopher Walken is <laughs> the angel Gabriel, but that there's been another war in heaven. And so there's like three sides now. Oh, wow. So there's like the devil and his angels, there's God and his angels, and then there's this third faction. I mean, it's obviously completely unbiblical. Right. But it's... Uh, Gabriel and and his and they're all like the the battle is now taking place on Earth. Yep. So the angels, you see their shadow, their wings kind of uh, outstretched, and then they kind of fold into a trench coat as they pan out, and you see them on Earth. And it's got oh. Eric Stoltz, and there's a nice. lot of really wild, cool scenes, and it's like walking. That is walkingest, and and it's it's fun. Nice. Um, uh, that'd be a good Halloween one. In fact, I might watch that on Halloween. Nice. So the, pro, it's Prophecy. And then in Prophecy 2, mm-hmm. guess who plays the Archangel Michael? No. If you were going to say Eric Stinkin' Roberts, you would be correct. Oh, my word. Direct to video, my friend. <laughs> Direct to video. Nice. And then by the third one, it's just like, what are you doing? But you can't look away. You know what I mean? It's that it's train wreck. Because he's like, you know, he does those. He does those directed videos. Nice. Oh my word, that's great. That's great. So Fallen and then the the Prophecy series. Okay. Yes. The trilogy. All right. I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Neither of those is scary, but they they both have the kind of uh, kind of cerebral stuff you were talking about. You know, the yeah. kind of it's more enjoyable. And you know what? I, I do like a jump scare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you if I'm tense the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's my age. I don't know anymore. I kind of don't enjoy it. At the end, I'm all like sore and I need a back rub. (laughs) I want just a couple of big scares and then give me a plot for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think, um, I'm, I'm with you. I, you know, I like those moments. I like those unexpected moments, but like you said, those unexpected moments that happen all the time, you know, it's just like, I, I can't really sit back and enjoy this movie because I'm too, you know, I'm too like intense and um, wound up with it. But um, and, and it's diminishing returns. Like the first one is really fun. Yeah. And I like the tenth one. You're like, okay, I got the hiccups now, right. and I'm not really paying attention. I don't, it, it's just not as fun. Right. But but I do like. I mean, I I, I do like to be scared by stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And and you know, like you know, what was another good one that's not really all that scary, but it's got a couple moments. What's that? Is uh. In, in fact, never mind. I, I, I blogged about this one too, and I remembered it being really good. It's called The Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. And Pacino's The Devil. Yes. And then I went back to watch it. Like, I'd watched it in college, and then, like, 20 years later, went back to watch it again. And my wife and I are like, oh, yeah, this is such a fun 90s movie. And it was filthy. There was so much nudity. I was just like, 
off. No, thank you. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that one's never mind. Don't, don't bother with that one. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I do remember that. Um, and you're right. Like it, it was like you watched it the first time and it's almost like, you know, you're, you're involved. You're more focused on what's going on in that story and things like that. And then, yeah, I mean, but you know, now with that, we've outed it. Our listeners will be watching for it, so we're not going to recommend that. Um, <laughs> well, and it, there was the scary moment in that one was there's there's this weird scene where Charlize Theron is uh, she's his wife and she's like in her apartment and she hears something. Mm-hmm. And speaking of babies, she goes into her living room. There's a baby, and she's like, "Oh my goodness, what are you doing here? What 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 do you have?" And she gets closer, and the baby, like, she turns it around, and it's got like a full set of intestines that it's playing with. Yeah, and that that was like one of those like stomach drop, like, "Oh, that's so messed up" yeah. moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, An- another set of movies that I like. I enjoy like the the horror comedy stuff like Bruce Campbell, Army of Darkness, oh, Evil yeah, Dead 2. Yeah. Heck yeah. Like all of that stuff to me is is fantastic. Um What about Hot Fuzz? Oh yes. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> now that's a good Halloween movie, dude. Simon Pegg, yes man. Oh that or, is or Shaun of the Shaun Dead of probably the Dead. is even yes. more appropriate for Halloween. Yep. Yeah. That was, yep. Although I think Hot Fuzz is a, a, a superior movie. Yes. But dude, Here's here's my thing with with Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I watched it and then I was describing it to someone, and the way I was describing it, I'm like, this actually sounds more clever than it turned out because I was saying like, it's in England, in like a city in England, and everybody is like really you know droll and and you know unaffected by everything. Yep. And so the zombie apocalypse comes. And he doesn't even notice that it's happened because everybody's basically acting the same. Right. And, and my wife was like, oh, that's so clever. And then we watched it again. She watched it with me. And that part that I was talking about was only like 30 seconds long rather than being the basis of the movie. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but man, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are the ultimate. They're, they're like since Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yeah. They, I'd say those two guys and Key and Peele are like our generation's yes. greatest comedic achievements yes i agree <laughs> speaking of peel have you uh, jordan peel have you seen uh, get out i haven't seen it yet no i haven't i heard uh, greg did see it and he said it was really good it was it was along those same lines like really kind of you know cerebral movie that it's like you're trying to figure it out there's some scary moments to it you know and so but you're you're going through like just constantly wondering what's going on in, in a movie where he's like yeah you just you want to go back to see if you can you know figure this out and what had happened so that's one that i did want to see as well yeah another one um did you see uh zombie land uh yeah this woody harrelson yeah. and uh the other michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. what's that guy the guy who played zuckerberg yeah yeah jesse eisenberg jesse ba- yeah and uh yeah that was I. It was funny because that one was one that um, it, movies. I feel like some movies within a certain context can be really great or really bad, and it has to do with the context. I remember watching that one with my brother-in-law and really enjoying it, and then I went to go and put it in again and just kind of watch it on my own, and I didn't quite enjoy it as much. Like I needed that like audience, you know, with with me in order to enjoy that yeah. one. That's a party movie. Yeah, exactly. It's a, a social movie. Exactly. Uh, dude, the scene with uh, Bill Murray though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my word. So, yeah, I mean, I again, I enjoy certain types of of, you know, I I I would almost categorize them as, you know, Halloween type movies, you know, the the zombie, the, you know, whatever it is. Um, but, um, for the most part, it's, it's gotta be, you know, they're, they're kind of specific and they're more hit or miss with me. I think, I don't think I've watched, you know, a bunch of them and was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't consider myself, you know, a horror flick person, but I definitely, me neither. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, you know who is though? Joe Thorne. Joe Thorne. Yeah. And also he's a bad person. Yeah. (laughs) I read it on pulpit the pen. Greg Dutcher told me a minute ago. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I wonder. I wonder if Hefe would put up a. Uh, 
on the collapse page for for this go to eleven a t shirt that says Joe Joe Thorne is a bad. <laughs> See how long it takes him to notice. <laughs> Oh my word, dude! This has been great. This has been great. Halloween, yeah, and it you know it's not just you think about you know everything. I mean, really, like it's it's this time of the year. You know, you're coming into that fall. The leaves by the time you know Halloween's come around, you know they they've turned or are turning. You know, I mean, down here they're they're in the process of doing that. Um, a little bit further south, so it's going to take longer. But you know, you just you've got that whole season of you know just I, growing up in New England. You know, you had the classics, Sleepy Hollow, and you know um, just all of those things. And so there are just so many great memories associated with this time of the year that that makes even more than just the Halloween day just you know so great to sit back and enjoy and. Um, you know, spend some time around. So um, this is this is definitely one of my favorite times of the year. Is this fall season? Yeah, there's, there's sometimes nights they'll go outside and and just feel like it smells like Halloween. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. You know, and like I, it's funny too because I remember some of my most fond memories of trick or treating are some of those you know like wet kind of damp nights where you know the leaves are on the ground and they're all you know they're all wet and you're just walking around and I mean just there's so many things that just come to my mind you know I mean you have a good night obviously you don't want a pouring rain when you go out trick-or-treating but you know I just have so many fond memories of you know good nights and and you know nights that people would have been like well it was you know it was wet but it was like yeah but it's Halloween it's cool you know um, again, you know, those, those images that are try you know, in, in those movies that are trying to be portrayed and it just, it kind of just adds to it. And, um, there's just something about it that I really feel like brings people together in a non-pressure sort of way. You know, I mean, I remember some of my fondest memories, just being around people and going out with friends and just so many great memories of this time. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that people who were raised in a really like legalistic setting and then go on to despise Halloween, they just don't get is that the main thing that I associate with Halloween is pure, innocent, childlike fun. Yeah. And I have some very clear memories of, of really fun, exciting Halloweens that are clearer than most any other day of the, you know, those years, bygone years, you know, there's, you know, parties, whether it was a party at the church where they were trying to, you know, straddle the line between Halloween and not Halloween or, you know, whether it was even, you know, after moving here, I remember before we had our son um, going to a a parishioner's house and we all carved pumpkins and I think we watched Goonies, you know, and and I met some people that night that I still hang out with and know. And I don't know, there's just, there's something very fun about a really social holiday that encourages you to be, you know, weird and goofy and do stuff you wouldn't otherwise do, dress up, you know, and, and. I really, I have a fun memory of a college party I went to, and I didn't go to many college parties. I was at a Christian college, yep. and you know most people lived on campus. I went to someone's house off campus, and they had a um, a party where you went down to the basement, and they'd set up a little, um, you know, crappy little haunted house. Yep. But my friend Rhonda and I went down the steps, and my friend Mark, and she had dressed up as a severed head, meaning she had used glow in the dark makeup all on her head and neck and, and white and then glow in the dark red around the, and so it looked like she was just like this floating head in the face. Nice. It was really creepy. And we laughed and laughed about that. And I don't know. I mean, it's just, if you could find the demonic in just about anything. Oh yeah. Uh, and people do, they find it in Easter and Christmas and the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, but why would you want to? Oh, yeah. And especially when your you know kids are dressing up as Boba Fett, yeah. and you know Optimus Prime. What on earth is the harm other than maybe contributing to a couple cavities? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and you know it's funny because there are two movies that actually my wife and I do watch every single year that I f- 
forgot about um, because it's just it's such a habit for us. But um, we watched The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. Oh, yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yes. Yes. And that was a tradition that I started back in high school every year. And it's funny because I I remember um, it was either a junior or senior in high school, and I was like, you know what, I was the good kid that everybody you know all the parents loved, had tons of friends and everything, straight laced kid. And I remember I was just like, you know what, I want to throw a Halloween party. I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, hey, you know, my friends are getting older; they're not really going out trick or treating anymore. I just want to do something at the house. And the mummy just came out, and so. Um, she was like, okay, well, yeah, you can have them over. And I, I just remember having a blast. And I remember one of the parents coming up to me at school and like, so I see you're having a Halloween party, huh? I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, she's like, so are there going to be costumes and dancing and all that stuff? I'm like, well, I mean, I'm going to be dressing up and I encourage everybody else to dress up if they want to. And I was like, I mean, as for dancing, I mean, if somebody puts music on and people start moving and dancing, then yes, there'll be dancing. Otherwise, no. Um, you know, just, she was like, well, I wasn't going to let my daughter go, but because it's you, I, you know, and I know you're a good kid. I'm not, we're not going to worry about it. And I remember all my friends just had a blast and it, we weren't doing it. You know, we weren't going outside and, you know, sacrificing, you know, cats or anything like that. Like, why not? That's fun. Know, that's, right? that's also good, clean fun. Man. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, you're a bad Don't person. email me. I love cats. <laughs> that's I right. like <laughs> But, you know, it was just, it was great. I mean, you know, I think I think we made, you know, like a pot of chili or something like that. And, you know, we, we put the movie in. We had, you know, costumes. And, like, you know, we even, like, you know, gave each other ratings on them and things like that. And it was just – it was a blast. And ever since then, like, that's always been a staple is putting that movie in. And no matter what we're doing, you know, sometimes we have 20 people in the house with tons of candy and, and, you know, all sorts of food and stuff. Sometimes it's just my wife and I and we're sitting down and it's nice and quiet. But, you know, there's just – there's so much associated with all of it and it's just fantastic. So – but, man, I think we have – we've hit it pretty good on this one. This has been a fun one. Nice having you. You know what would be the funniest thing in the world right now? What's that? If Dutcher out of nowhere was like, yo, yo, yo. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been great. (laughs) Oh, man. Just one last time for the road. Oh, man. Well, this was good. And, you know, I'm thinking ahead, Zach, to to some of the other um, podcasts that, you know, we're going to be we're going to be doing. And um, I'm excited for next week's, too, because we're going to be we're going to have another guest back on and we're going to be talking about Daredevil. So Daredevil. And we're going to be talking about my my book. All right. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, but you know, I was, um, in contact with Nate Pickowitz again, he's going to be on, he's got a book that we're going to be talking about. Um, you know, of course we have our, uh, our Christmas episodes, you know, in December that we're going to be doing. So again, just overall this time of the year, I feel like is, um, just great all around, you know, I mean, thinking about podcasting and, and the different things that we do and talk about. Um, and just the time of the year with uh, friends and that social aspect. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to what we've got coming out in the next few months here. So it's going to be good. I mean, we already did the Christmas episodes in early March, but right. yeah, well, you know. airing. <laughs> but we're finally going to get them out there. <laughs> <laughs> the people will hear them. Oh, man. Well, this was great, dude. Excited about it. Looking forward to see what, uh, what people have to say about it and, uh, until uh, till next time, Zach and Greg left us, but Greg too, we just rocked the Casbah. These go to 11.